All right. Okay, episode 143, before there's anything else happens. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Yes. All right, guys. Welcome to episode 143 of Wingman Garage. This is take 17 for this episode. Take 40. Take 45. Take 45. Both of us on this one. That's right. Well, track rats here. Yay. (laughs) Yay. We're here. And, uh, you know, we're in the middle of the uh, uh, quarantineville as it is across most of the country. The, the, the funny thing is, how many people are actually mad that, they, that this virus hasn't given us zombies? Like, <laughs> right. Like right. How many people are really upset about that? Yeah, quite a, honestly, there's a few that uh, I've seen on my feeds that are like, yeah. seriously, by now we yeah. should have this. We there should was have a, zombies by now. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it yesterday on Facebook, but uh, one of my other friends posted a picture of the sun rot, or sunset, and uh, there were clouds in the middle of the the sun and it looked exactly like Godzilla. I'm like, great. Oh, I saw that's what that. yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> great. April <laughs> the first three months couldn't have gotten any worse. April, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Send a giant monster here for you. Well, according to well, okay, now we're about to the the nerd flag is gonna fly. But according oh, yes. to the new Godzilla movies, Godzilla's the good guy. So whatever. Well, Honestly, a lot of the Godzilla movies, he was a good guy. It yeah, all he was depends a good on, guy, wasn't he? All depends on who he was up against. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, nerddom in a different nerddom sense. Nerddom is, yeah, that we're done. Done with the nerddom <laughs> for right now. Yes, yes. So, um, I guess let's get into it. Uh, some news. Uh, I've Ducati. got news. Yeah, I've there's, got news. there's all sorts of news. Let me start with this one because it's yeah. fresh in my brain. Um, Ducati's uh, Street Fighter V4 has officially been launched and unveiled yep. and available to buy. Um, it looks fantastic. I've heard reviews of the amazing to the it's a nice bike sort, yeah. but no one said anything bad. Well, it's going to be tough because the panic the the V4 Panty the V4S mm-hmm. is so good. And it has been so difficult to find, apparently find something wrong with this thing mm-hmm. that it can only get better if, you know, for people like me, if you strip all of it off and put handlebars on it, you know, it's not really going to be bad. No. So, yes, granted, the the uh, wind blast is going to kill you at 90, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's not why you buy these. Right. Of course, so, you know, the winglets are tuned to give you maximum downforce at 176 miles per hour. I've been 160 on mine. <laughs> and that's yeah. awful. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've all done the, uh, the higher speeds on our naked, naked bikes. And uh, yeah. I couldn't imagine the amount of uh, downforce you'd be getting out of that because you'd be a massive sale. At well, that, not even that. Not even that. It's, okay, it's got downforce at 160 or 176 or whatever. The front end's not going to come up there. No. Unless you're at Mugello and you're going up that and that little left bend. But, like, like, what are we actually doing here, you know? Yeah, I I don't know as to how well it was going to work at, you know, speeds that it's, you know, actually going to be ridden at. Yeah. But again, hey, it's there and it's part of what the bike is. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited that I'm happy that that bike exists. I'm happy that mm-hmm. naked bikes are are coming to the that kind of forefront. 
mm-hmm. because there for the longest time, the naked bikes were always the, oh, boring. <laughs> Not really. You know, I mean, the boring, but hey, we got, let's see if we can make some money, out, keep making money out of this platform since we've already paid for all the tooling and everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nice to have people have motorcycle manufacturers making bikes like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm happy that they're, the stuff like that is being built. Just the sure fact that if it didn't, my, my S1000 wouldn't exist. Right. Right, you know, so it's it's really nice to see that people are making stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let's be honest, you know, up until just not that recent, that recently here, um, if you had a naked bike, it was tuned to the point of it not really not being anywhere near as fun. Like the only ones, like the only big naked bikes that were good were Speed Triple, mm-hmm. nine ninety Super Duke, and well, they no, were the Tuano. yeah, they were the purpose built meant to yeah. be, just like that. Um, and even then, they were retuned for mid range, which is fine because honestly, that's where you're going to spend, you know, ninety nine percent of your actual riding time. Oh yeah. So I mean, the only reason why my bike has been as high up in the rev ranges as it has been is because I have done track days on it. Mm-hmm. So that thing. It is very good on the track. It can handle itself very well. It's a very if it was if it was in better hands, it would be a phenomenal instructor bike and really good, you know, mid level advanced bike. Right. It's not designed for the rest of that at all. No, no. It, but it's capable. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Um, again. One of the complaints that uh, Neezy had over at a NCM or MCN, yeah. MCN, uh, yes, not NCM. Tra- we got that on brain. our brains too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, his complaint was, and I fully get it. Uh, the base model is eighteen thousand. Yeah, and then the S is tw- close to twenty-one thousand for. For what it is, it's really nice. However, if you're not dead set on having a Ducati or having that bike, the Tuano does all the same things with more of the uh, the fun stuff for less money. Yeah, and personally, I'm always gonna like. How do I? How do I explain this? Um, I don't know. How do you explain this one? I'm, I'm I, curious. I, I, yeah, because my with my brain working as hard as it is, it's it, this is going to be kind of scary. Um, I will always err on the side of Aprilia just because it's the different one. You know? Like, they don't have... It's like... Um, It's like the difference between Lamborghini and Ferrari. Lamborghini doesn't have the racing pedigree that Ferrari has. But Lamborghini does. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's why I'm, as much as I appreciate Ferrari, I like Lambo better because it's even more over the top. Right. And while, yes, Aprilia does have the world super, the modern world superbike kind of stuff going, but it doesn't have near the history that Aprilia does. So, Aprilia or Ducati? I don't, Ducati, I guess. I don't know. It's been you a got long yourself day. confused there, yes. It's been a long couple of days. <laughs> Agreed. But, Agreed. But it's I'm always going to go toward the Tuano just from the sheer fact that I like the Tuano and the RSV4 better because Aprilia has been doing that motor for longer. Right. Whereas the new V4, Ducati, it's great. That's a brand new thing for them other than the Desmond Sedici and MotoGP stuff. So right. I don't know. I like the Tuano better. I think the Tuano looks better, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy the Ducati exists. I'm excited to see one in person. And I am not going to sit there and say it's a bad motorcycle by any stretch of the imagination because I don't think Ducati really knows how to make a bad bike anymore. Anymore, yes. So, 
I don't know. Like, I'm excited for it to be around. I'm excited to see one. Somebody's going to have one at, at, up at NCM one of these days. And, you know, and I really cool. want to ride one. Yeah, I want to ride one. I'm not going to say if somebody threw me the keys and said, take it out, I would most definitely take it. And I'd probably shit my pants as soon as I roll it into it. But do I do I lust for one? Do I want one? Do, would I spend money on one? No, nah, not really. If I'm spending twenty grand on a bike, I'm, I've got there's a there's a few other options I'm going to put my money into. Moving on, let's talk about uh, your news. My news, yes. Because I two not things. Too sure what you're talking about, but go ahead. Oh well, two things. One, I got the carbs done on the KZ. Nice. So I spent a Saturday lounging around, looking at them, going over them, replacing the gaskets that I found that I needed to replace, which was only the bowl gasket. It wasn't much. Good, good, um, good, good. Everything else was solid. Um, during that, I found that you can that someone put the Suzuka Eight Hours in its entirety on YouTube. Oh. So, what do you think I did for eight hours? <laughs> Sit there yes, and drool. I watched the Suzuka Eight Hours race for, in its entirety. It was bananas. Bananas. I've I've seen I've seen some crazy endurance races, but I haven't seen an endurance race where the top three guys are covered by fifteen seconds for eight hours. Huh. That's that's crazy to me. That is so beyond anything to me. Wow. Um and then you sound like you're loading something. What are you doing? <laughs> I I am removing the front brake caliper. Ah from gotcha. the Barago. Because I need, to, I need to figure out why this front brake locks up, and well, it's not up in the master cylinder. So there's that. Sounds like a piston stroke. Anyway, um, and then in the better news, mm-hmm. even better news, even better news, even better news. Um, the BMW is fine. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So the BMW is fine. It is running. The cooling fan issue was a cor- a dirty and slightly corroded connector from the fan to the wiring harness. So I went, I wrote it out to Adams, aka faster than Daniel's house, and hung out there for a while. We got it going, and we were we started it up and fired it up, and kind of waited for the fan to make sure the fan would come on. Sure enough, it kicked on. And we went in there and cleaned it up and said, hey, I, it works. That means I'm not having to buy anything. So yay for me. That, that is so, always a win. Always. Yeah, so the, the BMW has been ridden a few times to and from work. Your um, beard has been threatened a few times as well, uh, apparently. The beard got it, – it didn't get summer sheared, but it definitely got it got taken down quite a bit. Like <laughs> it, it – I don't know if for anyone out there – that is listening that has a beard that has ever gotten their beard caught in a helmet strap and then didn't realize it until they pulled. That's the, one of the worst pains I've ever felt. And mm. I've blown out knees and been knocked out and everything else. <laughs> so it, that was not fun. Um, so I was like, yeah, no, we're trimming this up quite a bit. So much to the chagrin of my mom, because mom wants me to just get rid of it. But, <laughs> my face is fat, so I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not getting rid of my beard yet. Um, but yeah, so the BMW is okay. The BMW is fixed, and that, that is good yeah, news. It's super news, and I'm super excited about that. So I can ride now, and I've been Very I good. have been riding back and forth to work. Um, I should have a ride going this Saturday, the 11th, but I haven't gotten to confirm that yet. So. Gotcha. Which brings me to some other bit of good news here, as you may or may not have seen if you're following us on the Facebook page. Um, after what feels like forever, the ST4 is a, finally a runner. Finally! And it, yeah. it is the, that is the best color for an ST4 out in the sunlight. I, I will agree. And I, uh, I'm not typically a fan of yellow, but I will make the exception here. There are two colors. There are only two colors any Italian vehicle should come in. Red or yellow? Emolo red mm-hmm. or fly yellow. Yep. That's, that's it. There may be the dark blue that they called America blue back in the 60s. Maybe. Right. 
Other than that, no. Nothing else. Red, Emma red, or fly yellow. Yep. That's it. That's it. I agree. I agree. And, so, in yeah. all honesty, that red was the only color of paint that they had in Italy for a long time. But anyway. <laughs> but, anyway but, but it's a good red. It's a, it's a wonderful red. It is my favorite color is red. So there we go. Yes. I had a conversation with, with a friend of mine the other day. He was, he and I were talking about cars and I spouted off maybe thinking about, you know, a C6 Z06 being on the list of cars to buy. And he goes, if you got it, what color would you get? I go red. He goes, why would you get red? I was like, well, Prince answered that question a long time ago. So (laughs) like, that's the only color you get. You know, kind of funny it, it was an ad for i forgot what company but it was basically a cartoon drawing of a corvette and the copy said they don't sing songs about volvos yeah no that was a gm ad that was a GM was it a gm ad that yeah, was a gm ad it said uh prince didn't sing about a little red mm-hmm. volvo that's right <laughs> i need to get that and frame that just because it's a great ad it is it is but Anyway, but yeah, so red, red, all of the things <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. So, oh gosh. So I told you about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Another bit of interesting, not really news. It's, it was something neat to see. Um, so for everybody out there in podcast world who doesn't know what a virus is. Oh, yes, yes. Did you ever? Okay. So I did. I did. Okay. Virus is a an Italian boutique brand builder, boutique builder. I would call them a manufacturer, but they don't really build enough bikes to do it, to call it that. But they are one of maybe two manufacturers that actually do hub-centered steering, mm-hmm. which for everyone out there who doesn't know, instead of front forks, it uses a swing arm on the front. So that and the the pluses of that, it separates the braking and turning and grip forces from each other, from each other. So an easy way to describe this, it doesn't matter how hard you can hold the brake going into a corner. You're never going to tuck the front. That's the best way to describe this thing. So you can carry an obscene amount of front brake through a corner and not worry about it. So they had been doing Ducati powered bikes. They used an ST4 motor for um, one of the British semi-pro semi-pro series that uses like SV650s and 900 Super Sports and blah blah blah. They used an ST4 motor for that. They had done a. They were talking about doing a bike for I can't remember if it was British Superbike or whatever, like the Formula Extreme or whatever series it was. They were going to use a 1098R motor in it. Um, I don't think that ever actually came to fruition, but it doesn't matter if it did. That's if it didn't, it's still a crazy cool idea. Someone commissioned these people <laughs> mm-hmm. to do an eleven ninety nine Pentagon R motor for one of these things, and it looks like something that an Italian designer got the anime pitch from something that the guy who directed Akira did. <laughs> It looks amazing. I love the way this thing looks, but it looks like an Italian did Japanese animation. Let me give you my take on on the appearance of this bike. It looks as if the animators of the anime Batman decided they wanted to turn the Bat Cycle, turn a hyper motard into a Bat Cycle, and make it stupid, insane. And it looks still looks fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it looks amazing. Yeah. I think it's honestly, it's probably one of the best hub centered steered looking bikes of the last, well, I mean, of all time, because there's only like seven of them. So, you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anything with a big 1199 motor and a custom frame and extra lightweight and different engineering solutions, that's always going to be good for me in my mind. Right. So, anyway, everybody, it's on Bike Exif. So, everybody check that out um scroll through it'll probably be down the page a little bit but it's still fucking awesome looking i would it is that's one of those things like i don't know if i would keep it 
But there's probably a couple of people I'd get in a fight with to ride that bike. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say it was enough to butt bike, but I would definitely, I'd get in the ring with somebody just for a chance to ride it. How about that? I don't know. Yeah, because we certainly couldn't afford one. No, God, no. That's probably a $100,000 motorcycle. At minimum. At minimum. Just to get in the door. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's a fun, it's cool. I'm super pumped that it exists. I'm super happy that people are doing cool stuff like that. Um, but yeah, can't go wrong with can't go wrong with Italian design until it go, until it goes wrong, and then it's awful. <laughs> but, well, then you're talking about uh, electrical mostly. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not talking about electrical. I'm talking about they went way too far left field on their design. Yeah. Every once in a while they'll well, do it. Every once in a while they'll do it. And you're going, okay, bring it back just a hair. <laughs> Y'all did a little bit too much peyote on that one. Calm right. Well, uh, you know the Japanese are pretty good at that too. Oh yeah. It's like a little bit too close to the nuclear fallout. How about we calm down a little bit, guys? <laughs> like, come on. Love you, mean it. We love everything you do, but calm down. Let's go back and look at the MT10, especially when it was first announced. Before it grew on us. The the anime owl on crack? Uh Uh-huh. Transformer anime owl on crack. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. So what else were we going to talk about? We had two or three subjects we were going to talk about, but I don't remember what they were. Um, Honestly, I think we kind of already covered the majority of them. Mostly mostly on the news. But then we had, on the news side, like, oh, okay, here we go. So since everybody's quarantined and under these quote-unquote stay-at-home orders, um, unless those are those of us who are like me that are essential, which is hilarious to me, <laughs> how, how I got labeled as essential. I understand why I'm essential. I understand because of the field that I'm in, I'm essential. But if you talk to any of my friends from like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, they'd have been like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> nope, not gonna work. <laughs> but um, so since you can't really get out and ride and get out and be around people, um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff. Obviously, I just mentioned that I watched the entirety of the Suzuka Eight Hours on YouTube. Um, I have I, World Superbike and MotoGP have been starting to throw out, throw up classic races, like really, really close races, really good races from the past. They've got, like I caught Imola 2002 race two in its entirety on YouTube the other day. It's an hour and a half, hour, 15 minutes, whatever. It's still probably one of the top five races of all time to me because it's Colin Edwards and Troy Bayless who are good buddies to this day and were at the time, but they were in the middle of a championship fight and neither one of them was going to back off. And it's literally for six laps, they are elbow to elbow. And it's amazing. Like no quarter is asked, no quarter is given. It's good, hard, clean racing. And it's, again, it's one of my favorite races. So if you're really bored sitting at the house or sitting at, yeah, sitting at the house, Jump on YouTube and just start start typing in MotoGP or World Superbike and see what comes up. You know, like just because we can't get out and ride, we can't go to the track. Yeah, last weekend I was we were both supposed to be in Texas mm-hmm. for MotoGP. Yep. You know what? We weren't nowhere. We weren't Texas. So it's okay. Just get out and watch stuff. Like study, make yourself better. You know, look at look at right look at races and see what see what happened. You know. Exactly. Or, you know, the alternative is you get into your garage and you start working on shit. Yeah, like we both have. (laughs) I haven't been able to do anything much with the KZ here lately, just for the sure fact that I need those carburetor mounts that you have. Right. So, but I did charge the the LiPo battery I'm going to use. Very nice. That's charged up. Very nice. I did charge that up. Um, Back to the BMW. The, ba- the poor BMW battery was not happy with me 
because I hadn't really ridden it since track day in October. Oh, so yeah, so I definitely had to call dad. I had to run down to mom and dad's house and pick up a battery charger and throw it on there. You could have used the one the, I gave you. No, I couldn't because it didn't have the, the correct, the right connection for it. It only had the alligator clips. It didn't have the battery tender clip. Um, couldn't you have just stuck it on the battery terminal? Nope. Couldn't get to it because I couldn't get the seat off because I didn't have the correct Allen wrench. Uh, <laughs> well, then. <laughs> anyway, but I have a battery tender for it now, so it's no big deal. Um, so, anyway. But, yeah, no, it's, you know, get in, your, get in the garage and work on stuff. Like, I've got the KZ carbs done. i got to get that tank pulled and see how dirty it is inside. It shouldn't be that bad. But with my luck, it's going to be, oh, yay, I'm going to have to go find a hardware store, see if they can throw this on the paint shaker real quick. <laughs> and be like, look, this is going to make a lot of noise for about five minutes. But it'll be a lot easier for everybody. <laughs> Clean that tank out. And then it should be ready to go. I need to get... Did you put give me? Is that starter clutch in the box of stuff that you gave me? It should it's be. still sitting in the back of my car. It should be. Okay. Yeah. So you should be. That's able one to, thing I got to do. Yeah. I got to clean the garage out. Well, yeah, yeah. I've been trying Here's to do that. that too because I plan on working out of here soon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now, starter clutch should be in the box, and realistically, until you're ready, just kick the damn thing. Yeah, that's what I'm probably gonna end up doing for most of it anyway. Just remember. It kicks back. Oh no, it's not nearly gonna be. It's not gonna be as bad as a thousand cc sporty. Uh, kind of close, but no, not quite. No, uh, uh, you don't see anybody with a Kawasaki lift. <laughs> well, you I see old old school Harley riders. If they had a sporty, they had a Sportster one thousand mm-hmm. with a kick on it. They all limp. Yep. Oh, Every I, last one of them. I have seen it. And it's it's the Sportster limp. Kind of like a. It's kind of like a pimp limp. But it's definitely not a pimp limp. It's definitely because <laughs> that dude shattered his shin trying to kick a sportster over. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thinks a CR500 will kick back and throw you over the handlebars. Try an old school sportster thousand. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. It's gonna it's a jackass it's a jackass episode waiting to happen. Pretty much. Oh, it's awful. Hmm. Ugh. But anyway, so you got the ST4 running. Mm-hmm. Got the ST4 running. Um, I'm going to hopefully find out here later that if, if I'm going to come get it or not for Saturday's ride. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been telling myself I need to go take it for a shakedown ride. And every time I do, it's like, well, probably not now. Or I have to do no. something else to go with it. And, yeah, so I just haven't done it. But uh, Yeah, I I haven't ridden in the last couple of days just for the sure fact that I, I'll, I'll get up. I'm like, oh, i got to get up and get going. I'm waking up late. And I look and I go. I don't have time to put all that crap on right now. Oh, well. <laughs> so that and where I was going didn't really, didn't really quote unquote, allow motorcycles in the parking garage, which I think is hilarious. But huh. you must whatever. be going downtown. <laughs> yep, going downtown. Yeah. Just like a, what, what's a, it's a Vanessa Carlton song. Is that what it is? The Terry Crews lip sync thing? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Making my way downtown. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Anywho. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so. The other news is. Yeah, go ahead. Assuming I can find the time to do it this weekend, the ZX-10 oh, yeah. will be coming home. The ZX-10 will be coming home finally. And I'll be able to ride the ST4 and maybe even the ZX-10 in the same day. That's kind of weird. No, definitely not the ZX-10 in the same day. Because I know oh. there's still two things that need to get. Uh, oh, gotcha. Two details that need to get hammered down. And I think I know the answer to both of them. One, I think, it's hopefully as simple as, you know, putting a Kawasaki oil filter on it. That, yeah, that would help. Uh, the other one. Top tip, kids. Always use OEM oil filters. Yeah. The other thing is it idles high, and I think it's the uh, automatic idle control that these tens have. May have just gone bad or just not hooked up right. So... and I had the conversation the other day and I told you that I had a shower thought <laughs> which which turned into a very weird 
like thirty second conversation. <laughs> I was you said you said something and I go, is it bad that I just looked that person up? <laughs> anyway, so I had the thought process. If I wanted to do wanted to do a track specific, maybe mainly track, not so much street, except for maybe on you know one or two occasions. And I wanted to do a big bike, but what I used. And so I was thinking, which is, is you know, as I, whatever I say, I was thinking about something and my dad hears about it. He goes, oh God. So. Which is about right. Know, there's, which is about normal for what it should be. Um, I had the idea of maybe one of, maybe three or four do and we'll throw these out there one at a time and let you comment. And then you can come back and give me one or whatever. You can discuss one. Um, first one was a Ducati 959. Mm-hmm. I like it just because it's lighter than the 1299. It's not as violent, I guess, is the best way to call it, as a 1299 or an 1199. But it's ninety percent is ninety to ninety two percent as fast as a normal thousand, right? You know. So, I was like, "Hey, you know, get a nine fifty nine S. It's already got the old ones and everything on it. Valve it right, put decent tires on it, and you know, get it set up for you, and maybe get a little bit of power out of it, mm-hmm. and you would be you'd be rocking and rolling, right? You know, that'd be a great, great bike." But, you know, and we all know how my brain works. It definitely jumped to something else. But <laughs> what say you on a 959? <laughs> you know, what would you think? Well. Either 959 or something you would do. You know, 959 is a, a good option. Again, it's it ticks all the right boxes for the right reasons. Um, again, totally doable. I'd probably do it. Um, but knowing you, because, you know, you're just that guy. I am that guy. Um, because I think you and I are going to talk about the, the bike that you're probably thinking of here shortly. Yeah, but I'll let you bring that one up because I know you're gonna, going to. Uh, okay. As, well, as I said, what are you going to say as, right I, now? as I said in the, uh, the messages that we sent back and forth, to yeah. be different, I'd either go with the RSV4. Or if you really want to be different, get an RC8. Yeah. And again, this is Problem. a this is a no money uh, is an object thing. So go with yeah. the RC8. Yeah. The problem with the RC8 is finding one. Oh, you can find them. The question is, you can you find, find them. Parts. Yeah, parts are a little like I mean, you could probably still get most of it because it was kind of a parts bin special with KTM because mm-hmm. it had it. I think the latest ones had the 1190 motor in it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a parts bin special from a from a Super Duke, so it probably like the cams and the heads might be a little bit different design, but I mean, the block's going to be the same, I think. Um, parts would be okay as long as you don't crash it, because body panels are probably going to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But of course, me saying that, and then the bike that I'm going to say next is probably going to be would probably be even worse. But I've always wanted one of these things, and I've wanted, you know. We all know I've wanted one of these for a minute. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the RC8, 1190 RC8 would be a great bike. But it's also, ergonomically, it's probably sized a little bit too big for me. And if we think about it, because that's designed for a six foot three fat Austrian guy, <laughs> you know, it's not designed for a semi overweight 5'8 American. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So. But I mean, I would be down for an RC8, but it's just, I would, it'd be one of those things where getting body panels, if I ended up crashing this thing, is going to be a nightmare. Nightmare. But other than that, like, that would be my, and the maintenance issues on RC8 are, Mm -hmm. we think Ducatis are bad. Yeah. Like, RC8s are not good. Like, it's, I don't know if it's there's they still had the problem of two oil filters in the damn thing, but it's just 
there's something about that that region of Europe. They can machine metal. Anything machined in a lathe or actually done in metal is going to be epic. Right. Electronics, forget it. You know, I don't know what it is. German too. Like German, Austrian, Italian, Swiss, I don't know. Like, maybe not Swiss. But, well, that suitor didn't have, had some teething issues at the beginning. This is what Frick was, Mr. Frick was telling me. Mm-hmm. But which I'm surprised that bike didn't make your list. Well, I, but then again, that bike, yeah, but it's it's one of those things like I, if money's no object, sure, but I, you get it, and you there's literally nothing to do with it. It's literally all you can all you're gonna do is ride it. You're not gonna swap a shock or swap a wheels or anything like that. It's literally, I, it's perfect out of the box, you know. Like, I want something I'm going to get a hold of and, you know, kind of make my own. And you can't really do that with a suitor just because it's already the greatest engineering and machining and building this side of a MotoGP paddock. Right. You know? And that's also two On top of the fact it's a two-stroke and it's $105,000, 120 or something like that. Actually, no, you can get one with an S1000RR motor in it. Really? Yeah. You can get one with an S1000RR motor. But then, why don't you just get a double R? Well, yeah, there's you know, there is that. Yeah, you you don't get a suitor frame and the bodywork and everything else, but you know, you get one of those because you have to absolutely have something different. And I don't absolutely have to have something that different. <laughs> you know, I I want something different than normal, but not that abnormal. <laughs> you know, I don't want to like. Hang on, how do I? How do I describe this? If it was golf, I would show up dressed like, oh, I wouldn't show up dressed like George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven. I would show up show up looking like like dressed as Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven, a little bit more over the top. I'm not going to show up like the Sex Pistols. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to show up in like the plaid cut off like short. Long, long shorts, right? Suspenders and t-shirt. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's a suit. That's a, that's an outside the box up to suitor level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I don't know. Like, suitor would be cool, but that, I would. That's one of those I would feel bad riding it because I would be like, I'm holding this back, this bike back so much that it's probably going to be mad at me when I get off of it. Probably. You know. So. But anyway, the other bike that popped into my head was the RSV4. And I say that bike, well, there's, there's one other bike that I'll talk about. I say the RSV4 because good friend J-Pow, J-Po, mm-hmm. he's been an affiliate guy for a while. He had one of those old door RSV4s, the did. purple and white one, which was super cool bike. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, very cool bike. I met him when I still had the Tawano. Yeah, that's how you guys met, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah. At the shop, but yeah. I, yeah, at the shop, I I really liked that Baldor. That was a cool bike. But then he moved up to the RSV4, and I've liked that bike since he got it, mm-hmm. especially the way he's got it set up mm-hmm. now. Like that, that RSV4 set up like the way that the way Jay powered Jay's got it set up. It's every time I see it, I look at it, I'm like, I love that bike. And he always looks at me and goes, Get you one. I'm like, Shut up, Jay. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. <laughs> can't right now maybe but an rsv4 honestly like that would be because as much as i don't like as much as i like track built r1s i don't like them on the street Mm-mm. but r1 track bikes just look the business and sound amazing and they're fast like i i don't fit on yamaha i just don't do it i don't i'm me and yamahas don't communicate i don't know why but like, I really like all the R1s that I'm around. I really like Travis's R1. I really like a couple of the guys that, you know, instruct on. Mm-hmm. I really like their bikes. And they sound amazing. They're fast. But I, something about the way that it's skinny, how skinny that Aprilia is, you know? Right. Because it's not an inline four. It's a V4, so it's extra skinny. So you got the V-twin thinness, but you've also got the, the four-cylinder rip. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and again, it sounds so good. 
and just the way the headlights and how again how skinny it is and how how the tail is how narrow how waspish the tail is it just it kind of bulges a little bit and comes straight to a point and it's tiny and I'm sitting there looking at it I'm like yeah that's the way it's supposed to work mm-hmm. and the way that the rear tire the tail the the tail and the rear the rear tire the tail stops in the dead center of the rear tire and the rear tire hangs out a little bit that to me is when you do that that means you've got the, the rear end at least the rear end design right right because that that oh i hate stretch swing arms but if it's a normal swing arm and the bet the rear tires hanging halfway out from behind it i'm in sign me up i'm done like i don't know what it is about that but i love that it it has to be <sighs> designed to work right yes basically and hell the that rsv4 won world superbike two years in a row it did it or did. won world superbike twice i don't know if it did two years in a row but it's won it twice so and it oh but yeah, a flat black RSV4 with headlights and the right stickers and everything on it with white wheels. Yeah, I, I, there's it's another one of those things. Where I would do some illegal shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of illegal shit I would do for one of those bikes. Right. But you haven't ridden an RSV4 yet, have you? Honestly, I have not, but I have ridden a Tawano V4. Yeah. And again, I complain yeah, I, about it only because realistically, because of the way the rear sets were set up on that particular bike. They were, yeah, they were stupidly set up. Um, and you know, it's one of those things that when I get the ZX10 back and I get it up and running, and I know for sure where it's good to go. I'm not planning on keeping it, yeah, but I, I would absolutely love to either get a Tawano V4 or a Street Fighter 848 in its place, yeah. Um, and realistically, I'd like the Tawano a little bit more because I don't have to worry about belt changes, yeah. And again, I already told you, like you said that and said the V4 Tuano, just because the 848 Street Fighter is the one to have out of the two, out of the 848 and the 1098, because the 1098 overpowers the frame. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 848 is good for 135 miles an hour, maybe. Mm-hmm. And either one of those bikes, I'm going to tell you, you're going to take that on the track. Mm-hmm. You don't get to argue with me about it. This is going to happen. And you're going to be better served on the Tuano than you will be on the 848. Right. So, and I'll say this. I got smoked by a guy. I got smoked by a guy that was in a wheelchair on a Tuano <laughs> at the track. Smoked me. I mean, rolled me up and lit my ass and just ran off and hit. And I was like, I don't even feel bad. Like, this is rather amazing. Granted, it was the first time on track on the BMW, and being on the track on a 1000, and the first time at NCM on the track, and a lot of other different things, but still. But yeah, that the Tuano to me would be, for you, it would be the way to go, because since I've already got the BMW, I don't need a Tuano. And again, we're talking about hypotheticals here. Right. So, you know, if I wanted to do a cool, a cool build, either 959, RSV4... Or, or if I really, or if I really wanted to act like I was on, I would, I was on the in the middle of an acid trip. Eleven ninety Buell, EBR. There, no, there's no you on an acid trip. If you had the opportunity to get one, you would. Oh yeah, Period. yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Period. In talking with, in talking with Mark White, our the instructor that rides with MTD who races one, raced one at Arma this year at Barber. He was actually selected to be the other EBR supported rider other than Jeff May at for the big money, for the big B-Twin big money race hmm. at Arma this year. Um, he and I were having conversations about it just out of, you know, hey, you know, what's the deal? Like, what are these like to deal with? And he goes, they're really not that bad. He, he had a friend of his that had done an RSV4 front end swap on one. Huh. So it got rid of the rim, the rim specific brake and put normal front brakes on it and normal front forks and everything. And he goes, dude, this thing rips. And that's what, honestly, that's what Mark Miller was riding the last year he rode at Macau, huh. I think. It was either Macau or it was Isle of Man or both because he had regular front brakes on it and he didn't have the the 
what did he call it? The, the zero tolerance load. I don't know what it was. Yeah, ZTL. zero torsion load. Torsional yeah, load. Whatever. Whatever it is. Like the rim sized brake disc on one side. Like that's a cool technology and I like the idea, but it's like you know, it'd be hard to find a brake disc. Yeah. If I needed it. Right. But and I was talking to him, I was like, how much and he told me the prices you could get these things for now. I was like, that is a ton of motorcycle for that. And in all honesty, if I could if I could find me an eleven ninety Buell just as a every once in a while street bike and then either a a fast fast track like Road Atlanta or Bowling Green or all the guys are bringing the big bikes out at the track. We're going to go play with them. and I leave the SV at the house kind of bike, you know, Keep, have the SV race bike just because I love SVs, but you know, have that bike as the, the <laughs> instead of taking the, you know, the, the hunting rifle with me, we take the AR 15, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like there's a great analogy. I'll tell, tell you after we get done that Mike, uh, that Killer Mike did on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's a great analogy, but but yeah, like honestly, 1190 EBR RS, I think is what it is, the non monstrosity carbon fiber one. Mm-hmm. But you can get the you can get the carbon fiber ones that not that expensively now. Well, as opposed to 42 grand when they were new, right? But but I'll say this: that one that Jeff May was on ran away from Scott Russell <laughs> on a Chaz Davies motored Piero bond frame. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, there's motor there somewhere. Not like I need any more motor to begin with, but. Um, but that's what brought up this whole subject in the first place. But that's a, yeah, that's what brought up this whole subject in the first place, just because I'm, I'm not going to ride the BMW on the track, honestly, that much anymore, period. Um, the SV is great. That's going to be, you know, the pure track slash race bike. But again, when I go to the track and everybody's got thousands, you know, I want to ride with them, but I don't want to get smoked on a front straight and then not be able to run them down because the track's so damn long. But, you know, who knows? Right. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) It's all conjecture at this point. Yeah. But I will say this once, like, I was listening to another podcast, like, the people with 10 motorcycles and 12 motorcycles aren't going to be selling stuff. It's the guy that was a stretch to pick one of these up, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So it's like those bikes are going to start coming up for sale and you might be able to get some stuff pretty, pretty mm-hmm. reasonably. So who knows? There you go. It is what it is. Well, cool. So what do you got coming up other than getting the ZX 10 back? Um, that's kind of it at this point. Get the ZX10 yeah. back, ride the ST4, get the uh, get the Virago done because I've decided to delve into that after all. Yeah, so you are you are keeping the Virago now, mm-hmm. at least for now, at least for until now. I see it through its first stage of scramblerism. Yeah, and then you're gonna go. Ah, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but again, my thing is, I'm not. I, I will do no harm. I will do nothing to it that will be permanently modified. At least yep. until I decide, you know what, I'm in, and then uh, then it's all different from there. But yeah, you look at it and go, I'm in, and then you look at it again and go, I'm not in anymore. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, look at that. There's a there's a brace on the bottom of this headlight that I did not know about until just now. Yeah. Hey, guess what? There's a brace there. Yes. So yeah, I have been working on it this entire time. So if you've heard drilling, I apologize. I, oh, it's it's set dressing. I had a uh, a stubborn uh, screw. It was a screw that didn't want to come out. So that's what I was doing. Oh, the the, the jokes that are there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, there, buddy. Low hanging. Low hanging fruit. fruit. Yep. And for everybody, <laughs> and I'm going to blame Carol Basket on that one. Oh God! Please no. <laughs> I still refuse I'm sorry, to that, watch that, that. That it's the greatest train wreck of all time. Uh, oh god, what a train wreck! Anyway, so that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much done. There, I mean, realistically, there wasn't 
a whole lot more to talk about no, other than that because lot. you know everyone's actually just no 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 no. There's one other thing. There's one other thing. Honda is develop is dropping the new bikes since they're not doing bike shows anymore for the moment. They dropped a new show bike built off the CB one thousand R. Really? Did you see this thing? Uh uh-uh. uh It looks like an old CB nine hundred F Freddie Spencer edition. Ooh, I'll need to go look for that. It looked. Real, it's the silver and blue. It looked perfect. It looked like the bike in '81 that Freddie Spencer rode. I would have to find that. It looks amazing. It's based off a of CB1000R, single sided swinger on the whole nine yards, but it's got the old school CB900F or Super Sport, whatever it is, kind of shape bodywork on it. It looks awesome. Huh. All right. Well, I'll be hitting the interwebs later tonight. Yes. Everybody check that out. Check out that virus. And all of that mess. That's so, what they were saying for the last couple of that's, months. That's why we're all inside. <laughs> Check out that virus. Check uh, out that virus. <laughs> uh, what was that about low-hanging fruit? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is us. It is us. We are definitely low-hanging fruit. Most definitely. <laughs> we are definitely low-hanging fruit. All right. Well, anyway. I guess on that note. Uh, I guess on that note, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the show. That, that's a show whether it is the show or not but it is a show yes it is so guys all right check us out when we eventually do this again later <laughs> yeah when we figure out when we're going to do it again probably next week but we don't know right we say that we gotta we, find stuff to talk about we said that like three weeks ago so you never know well we did we have it's it, we did record like what a week and a half ago uh, i think it's closer to two weeks at this point ah, I whatever i don't know whatever Whatever it is, what it is. Anyway, it is. so yeah. All right, I guess we'll call this. A, we'll call it a game. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I'm Chris the Wingman, Daniel the Track Rat. Love you, mean it. And we'll see y'all later. See if I go ride. Ah, Get shit off. Good job. All right, go see your. Yep. Chick. I'm. A- First call. First call. Race eight. Race eight.